0: Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. <laughs> are you ready? This is the Really Riley podcast. Woo! Oh, well, hello, beloved. Dang, it's been one of those nights with technology. Hi, how are you? I'm Riley, the host of Really Riley podcast. If you're new around here, welcome. This is my little corner of the world where I talk about all things real, all things Riley, what the F moments, moments that make you laugh, cry, and everything in between. Uh, I literally, there's voodoo in my studio again. Remember that podcast that I did where the light was flickering? Uh, if, if that's the voodoo ghost again messing with me, quit it. Because literally, I started the podcast, I hit record, the button went red, I did the intro, potted it down. For those who don't know that radio term, it's basically where you take the little slider and you take down a piece of audio and boom, here we go. Did that. And then I look over 20 minutes later after such good chatting, Report record buttons green. Like what the F? <sighs> but I'm going to ward off this negative energy because it is ask Riley's. You know what? The voodoo has reached my tongue. It's Ask Riley Day, and you guys have some good questions, so I want to get to them, but I'm so irritated, because it's like, it never, lightning doesn't strike twice, but I'm going to try to make it happen and get to these questions that you guys gave me, because I like when you guys come to me for advice, and I like to share my crazy moments in life to give you guys a little bit of clarity on what you might be going through, so let's get into it. Um. Guess who's Mac in the DMV? See you Saturday. Whoop, I can't wait. I am bringing out all of my holiday goodies for my business, House of W by Riley Couture to the Carroll Creek Market. I can't wait because this one's really cool. This is, in Carroll Creek, they set up like a boat parade where basically they just dock these boats in the creek and everybody um, dresses them up with Christmas lights and all this festiveness and then somebody like wins the honor of having like the prize, like the best boat in the Carroll Creek Parade, it's been going on for years, and like I really love everything that happens over here in my community. Like everybody made fun of me when I was moving out to Frederick because I used to live closer to the you know in Rockville, closer to D.C. Whatever. Um, in I don't know what you would call it, like less suburban life. I don't know, but being a woman that like has traveled everywhere, not in the U.S. anyway, and like lived everywhere, like Florida to Memphis. No. Florida to Michigan. Michigan to Memphis. Memphis to Nashville. Nashville to Atlanta. Atlanta to D.C. I've gone everywhere. lived everywhere. But I love this space. You know, like I love a big city, but I really like this little oasis that my husband and I have created of a family in Frederick and I really like to be part of the community it's cool so hopefully you guys will come out and support some small businesses including mine on Saturday or no sorry that's Sunday December 10th at the Carroll Creek um what are they calling it holiday market I have the info up on my Instagram stories and that's house of W by Riley on Instagram um so yeah I'm stoked what is a personal goal you want to accomplish in 2024, non-business or gym related? Damn. The, Cause those are like obviously I have two big goals there. Um personal goal that's not business or gym. Cause those are like two of the biggest things that I have going on in my day-to-day. Um next year I want to focus on more intentional time with my husband. Because In our relationship, we'll be together five years in January, married for two as of September. Um, We really didn't get a lot of me and him time. I met him as a single mom. um, And he was always amazing to lyric. But in our entire relationship, I think we've had maybe two, two weeks total, like maybe 14 days worth of just alone time, with no kids, with nobody on us or asking us to do anything, no family around. So I've noticed that if things go a little wonky with Marshall and I, as they tend to do when you're settling into marriage, because everybody tells me that the first two years are the hardest, I'm hoping so, because I don't really want any more changes or trauma. I'm sure there'll be some down the line, but can we wait like 10 years for the next round of it, please? I'm manifesting that right now. Um, I found that like, When we come back to center and we just have time where we can focus on each other, it's like, oh, this is why we fell in love. Like, this is why we have the family we have, you know, because you have your lulls and you have to make sure that you feed your marriage. You know, a lot of people, when I said that we were in marriage counseling for a little while, they're like, oh, my God, you've only been married for such a short time. I'm like, yeah, but I feel like you need to do these things to nurture your marriage before the wound starts bleeding, if you will. You know, like it's just like going to the gym or just making our heart muscles stronger. So I definitely want to connect more with him. And that doesn't necessarily have to be like going out all the time because we don't really do that. Like the last time we had an us day, it was awesome. Like we didn't have to do anything like extravagant. We just wanted to be together. So even if we can't actually like go out, I want to just do more things like, I don't know, playing Monopoly, which... I know that game's horrible. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like just doing other things in the house. Like, I, mean, I want to teach him how to make some candle vessels for my crystal intention candle business. And, you know, just things that are not mindlessly staring at the TV. Because I saw some TikTok the other day that like you spend about 30% of your possible time. Or I think it was actually more than that. I think It was like 60% of your time with your partner just staring at a TV. I I mean, I'll admit it. Like it's sexy when he'll watch Bravo with me and it's cool when we wouldn't watch like Yellowstone and talk about it later. By the way, when is that coming back? For goodness sakes. Um, But I want to do more intentful things. Maybe it's cooking together or I'll teach him how to make a cake or, you know, just stuff like that. I definitely want that. Um, The other goal I want in 2024 is setting boundaries. And by that, I mean... When I set a boundary with somebody I care about, sometimes that's hard because you don't want a boundary to mean that you don't love them or care about them or want to be there for them. But sometimes, and I have been this person in the past, people don't really want help or advice. They want a sounding board to vent and that's okay too. But being somebody that's very empathic, when you just become their pegboard to throw all of their trauma or problems on what's going to happen if you keep getting pegged over and over and over again you're you're going to fall apart right the cork's going to fall apart um and I think a lot of the my inability to come back to center in my personal life has been because I'm always so willing to ingest anybody's stuff didn't matter who it was because I take that as a privilege to be able to help somebody in that way. But like, I noticed the other day I was in Dollar Tree and I think I might've talked about this already, but if I haven't, uh, one lady was trying to get some, I don't know, something off of a shelf in the same aisle that I was in and her cart was blocking mine. And I had Mallon, my son with me and she was just in the way. And I was like, Oh, excuse me. And she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just get this off. And She was kind of taking forever to get it off of the hook. And she's like, it's just not my day. I'm like, oh, it's okay. And I try to like kind of go on with my merry day. And she's like, oh yeah, I just went to the doctor and my blood sugar. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I whisked away from her as much as I possibly could. And that might sound mean. But to me, I'm like, I don't know you for anything. And I'm sorry that like you're going through this medical something or another, but I don't need to ingest that you're having blood sugar problems when I probably will never see you again. Because to me, being someone with anxiety and also empathic is I will toil over stuff like that later. Could I have said more? Could I have done more? Oh, my God, I feel so bad for this person. And all that might be little things. You, you add that up in total. And a lot of times it becomes too much to like digest along with the trauma that I am trying to get rid of in my body. Hence the somatic exercises I was talking about. I'm still looking into it because every time I find somebody, it's like $140 a session. I am not saying it's not worth it because what what price can you put on getting rid of trauma in your body? You can't. But it's a little pricey for me right now. Um, but yeah, that's a boundary that I definitely I want to set. You know, like I want to be intentional too. Like I am with everything about. How I do that? Because I don't want people to feel as though I'm not there for them. That's really hard for me, because I know what it is to be alone and need someone. But sometimes, if you just don't have the mental capacity, you're not going to be there for them anyway. Like I've, like I've started to say sometimes, like I really want to address this right now. Like I really want to tell you more or talk to you more about this. But right now, I just, I don't, I don't have the words. But then you know, and that's for my like close people, those, you know, but then there's the people that just want to word vomit all of their things onto you. You know, it's its own set of abuse, sometimes abuse might seem like a harsh word, but with some people that are manipulative about it, that they'll come to you with problems that you know, they're like, oh, I had this big catastrophe and oh my God, I need you to be here for me. And the next day, go back to everything just being fine, like nothing happened. And you're going, well, wait a minute, like, you know, what happened? You were just falling apart five seconds ago and I was there with holding your hand through it all and like stopping down my life to be there for you. And now the next day you're just fine. Huh. You know, it's that kind of stuff I want to be careful about and set boundaries with. So, next one is what? Oh, if you could wash your face with any one product for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, god, that's hard, you guys. Like, I, mm, I love my skincare. Probably, oh no, wait, moisturize your face. Sorry. Um. Oh, Hawaii Beauty. I love their stuff. Their brilliant feather beauty balm is the ish. So it was created for people that actually had sunburns like hence Hawaii and it could be a little thick or greasy for some people depending on your skin makeup but it's also really good for the neck if you don't like something heavy on your face. But I use a retinol like I skin cycle with that so a couple days a week I put like prescription rank, prescription strength retinol I can speak I swear, on my face. So that's really good to give it some moisture because retinol needs that Um but if that one's too greasy for you, they also have a different moisturizer that's lighter in its, in its formula. And I love to put that one on during the day because it. I don't even need like face primer when I wear this one. And there's crystals infused in it too. All of their products are great. And I've had like their stuff last you a long time. I won't say it's super pricey in the way of skincare. It's not the cheapest. It may not be like drugstore prices, but it's lasted me like a year. If not, and I have still plenty of it in there. So definitely definitely love that um best admi- best advice for a single mama who wants a side piece yes girl get it okay um so this is different like remember like I I I would never like to speak on things that I don't know about so I sort of know about this topic because I was three years a single mama I was single for six years in that time frame of my life. Um, so I didn't really have sex for two years. I talked about that in the sex podcast. That's one down and you guys seem to love that podcast. So if you haven't listened to it yet, everybody's saying it's, it was so amazing how open my husband was and how open I was. And they really got something for their relationship out of it. Some people were even DMing me saying like, my husband's listening to it right now. I was like, yes, go get you some. <laughs> Cause it wasn't all like just talking about like, you know, the sexual part of sexuality in terms of couples and stuff like that. I was more talking about like a like connection based part of sex. Um, so listen to that if you haven't. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, single mom, I getting some. So I didn't have sex for like two years. I mean, to be fair, part of that I was pregnant for. And side note, that was not for lack of people trying to hit me up in DMs and on Tinder trying to get some with a pregnant lady. That's each to their own. But I could never, nope, 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 nope. Nope. Like if I had a husband or a significant other at the time, but just a rando, Tinder guy when I'm pregnant? No, 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 not for me. Uh, (laughs) But I was definitely wanting to have some intimate connection with somebody, but I felt obviously people were crazy. So I wasn't going to bring anybody home to my son because what if he's like crying in the middle of the night either? Like, okay, let's say I knew the person for years and then we ended up side pieces. But what if he's like crying in the middle of the night? This is dating me, but you know that Sex in the City episode where Miranda is, I don't know, a couple months postpartum, like she'd had, like her son was like three or four months old and she had this dude that she was getting it on with on the bed and he starts crying. And she's just like, can I please just come first? It's like, how awkward, you know, but... I did never get a side piece, but I wanted one. I would definitely say like, it depends on your comfortability. I wouldn't just bring a rando in there. It's weird too, because I never wanted to go to a dude's house and just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, even if we had time. I had a dude when I was a single mom pick me up, take me to a nice restaurant in DC. Or no, we met there. And the first five minutes, he's telling me like, oh, just so you know, no hard feelings if you want to leave or if you want to stay, enjoy this dinner, but I'm in a open relationship. So I was like, excuse me, what? (laughs) You didn't want to tell me that before I spent like $120 on a nanny? Shit, I could have had a better date than this. But I was like, well, what does that make me here for? So is it that like you tell your significant other that you're just going to go hook up and then you go home? So I guess you could do something like that. But I don't know, like as a single mom for me, what that would have done to like my self esteem in a sense, if that's all you want, maybe, you know, but for me, I didn't want just that. I wanted something more, but I would definitely say, I don't know, be careful with your emotions because it might first off feel like you just want a side piece. And I'm not saying if you want to just go get you some, get you some mama. But just be careful there. It's like I think of that Jerry Maguire movie, like you can't shoplift the pootie from a single mother. It's a sacred thing like that kind of thing. Just weigh that out for yourself. And if you just want to say a side piece, I'm sure there's many of them that would just want to have their way with you. I'm just not sure where you would do it. A car, maybe. And hey, I'm not hating on you. Just don't get arrested. <laughs> um. Let's see what else do we have here. Does Lyric still think you're cool or is he acting like a teenager? Oh, so I took him to his school dance the other day, his Christmas dance. That's my eight-year-old. And he's so cool. Like He was like, when we went to look at the invitation to go, usually he wants to go to all these things with mommy. And I asked him, like, do you want to go to this? He's like, no, not really. And I was like, why not? He's like, well, I don't really know how to dance. And I've seen my boy dance. He gets that from his mama. Mama's a dancer. She was a, not, a, not like that. She was a ballerina for years and I used to get it on in the clubs. I used to do my damn thing. Um, which really makes me sound uncool given this question. But I was like, well, babe, there's, you know, crafts that you can do and there's going to be just other things and food and drawing, So you can do that if you don't want to dance. So he wasn't dancing when we got there, but he was running around with the little kids and, I look over and he's doing this like cool ass little dance move. And I brought him over. I got a video of it. I should post this later. But I was like, where'd you learn those dance moves?" He's like, oh, I've already had them. I've always had them. And I'm looking around his little friends around. Oh, you're, you're acting too cool for me. Either that or he didn't want me to dance there. And that makes me sad. Cause I told him, I was like lyric. You realize there's a lot of people that think mommy's still cool. And he's like, yeah, you are so cool. What do you mean? And then, you know, he was being my sweet little thing. So he flip flops back and forth between thinking I'm really cool. And then not like tonight. He was punching this little punching bag thing that he has. It's like a plastic one that you fill up with water and it like, bong, bong, it bounces back and forth. And he, the way he was punching it, he was just doing that like crazy, like girl fight, like swing, where he's not aiming at anything and for a while I like had an MMA trainer that taught me how to punch so that I wouldn't break a nail or my knuckle or anything else and taught me how to do a stance and I was teaching him how to do that and he's like wow mom you know a lot so yeah he goes back and forth between thinking mommy's cool and not but I'm like you know what damn it you're one of these days when you're older you're gonna google me and be like wow my mom really was cool no I'm still gonna be cool damn it I'm not I'm not that old so <laughs> so yeah Sometimes mommy's cool. Sometimes not. But um, speaking of intentional time with my husband, because I record this podcast at night, even though you might be hearing it in the morning, I'm going to go do that. Uh, No pun intended, or maybe. (laughs) But uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully I'll see some of you local guys on Sunday. And for those of you guys that wanted to come to my vision board event that are not local, I have something coming up for you that I'm sort of excited about because you can get one even if you're not in the state. So that's come in. and side note, my, we got this army, my beloved subscribers, your presents are coming. I swear this weekend is the last weekend of events through the end of the year because I'm going to spend some time with my family, get some things ready for the podcast in 2024 and get your presents out. I swear to you, they're coming before Christmas. I promise. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for being you. If you guys haven't asked Riley, hit me up at really at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on Instagram as per usual at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E, uh, really Riley podcast and house of W by Riley. And if y'all would do me a solid, let's end the year strong with some reviews because that helps the podcast grow like share comment, subscribe. I will love you forever, ever. Thank you guys for listening. It's really Riley.